everyone welcome back to brain vomit the daily podcast journal of me a confused 23 year old trying to piece together self-identity and what life is really about and i hope you join me in this journey and learn something new about yourself and like i like to say self-reflection is king here and everyone listening i'm finally moving out of my new york city apartment and it's so magnificent i've experienced so many emotions in the last couple days because i've been living in this weird limbo where i'm packed but i'm also living so i'm kind of stuck in between because we didn't have a date for the house where we were moving in cincinnati we hadn't had the lease signed so i had to be ready to move when everything kind of clicked together but at the same time it wasn't ready so i had to continue living and it was just a weird situation and so the plans were just certain houses kept falling through plans weren't coming together and then there's all this added stress from how expensive the u-haul trucks were because so many people are leaving new york city so there's there's high in price on those and just the stressfulness of packing everything up and moving and what can we take what can fit in 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 the minivan what can we take basically what do we have to throw away what is the process of throwing away bigger things like a couch or bed in the city and it's all really hard work when you're alone and so there was just a lot of compounded stress in the first place before i finally got the news that was moving but i wanted to focus more today or this pernal on the loneliness i've been feeling uh my girlfriend and our roommate and a really good friend calculated how long i've probably been alone and I thought it was less, and that just shows how untouched I was with time so I could survive. But I've been alone in, in my apartment for nearly 85 days, and it's been really <laughs> it's been really hard. It's been really difficult now that I know I can, I can leave and I can be with my loved ones, my girlfriend, my dog, my friends, and have social interactions. Uh, we're social creatures, right? And for those 85 days, days like my deepest social interaction my most meaningful social interaction was saying thank you to my grocery store checkout lady or the guys who cook my sandwich at the bodega at the corner and that was it i had no social interaction i would get phone calls right play some games with my friends but there was no no physical touch no hanging out no kind of feeling someone's energy in a room and also it was impractical to go outside. I mean, the pandemic hit so hard for a majority of that time. It, towards these last week, it's finally kind of come back to normal. But for most of those 85 days, I only would go outside for small periods of time so I could get a little fresh air, but also because I was afraid or didn't want to get sick. And then I knew I'd have to move back and I didn't want to get anybody else sick. So basically I was in this, in this isolated, tiny apartment, New York City for 85 days. And it was really hard. And so a couple of days back, I finally got the email that we got the place, that we just had to sign the lease and we were ready to move. And I broke down. I, I, I started sobbing. I started, I just started crying. But uh, it was a happy cry because I reflected and I was not going to be alone anymore. I was, I was going to be with the people I love, the people I care about that support me and care about me. And a, another cliche, I know that it's becoming a habit on these pernos about cliches, but in that moment, it, it really highlighted all those little things that are truly so important. How much I miss just sitting around a table or in a living room, talking to my friends, hanging out, going to a restaurant, going on a walk, just the little things of your daily life and how sad I had become that those were completely gone. And it just, I've really become to appreciate those moments and really want to continue to give them more value in my present life and really focus on them and not underestimate how 
powerful those can be because they might seem little, but they accumulate through the week and they really keep you grounded. And so as I reflected on those little moments, I realized that in my situation in New York City, those 85 days, I, I wasn't really living. I was surviving. My unemployment money was in process. So those first three weeks, I was just eating beans and ramen that were left over from when my girlfriend had left. And as I reflect on my 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 85 days in this apartment with so many things lacking in my life that are important to your essential life, I believe, or just kind of a sense of being grounded, like I said, I was doing what I could to just not drive myself crazy or enter into a deep depression. And I know it might sound to some like I'm complaining, but I'm not. And I don't want to sound like I'm ungrateful because I do understand there's many people out there that have this lifestyle every day or have way worse situations than me and before quarantine and after quarantine and during quarantine their lifestyles were way worse and in way dire situations than what i had and i just connected to that thought a lot because it it, it made me sad to think that because the way i survived was by ignoring those emotions of loneliness of anxiety of being stuck and I think the why is because unconsciously I knew if I let those feelings and thoughts consume me, I would spiral into a deep depression. I would feel even more stuck because there's nothing I could have done. There's no options for me. I, I was going to be here for this amount of time till we got the new place. And if I really stewed on knowing that I wasn't going to see my girlfriend for a long period of time or my friends and I couldn't go out and I couldn't work. I don't know what would have happened to be honest. I don't I just don't know. It would have been extremely miserable. The days would have been so long and I don't know if I would have made it it through that time. I might have had to just move back immediately and come back later for all this stuff. And so that's why after I reflected and on hindsight I believe I broke down when I got the news because all those emotions that I was holding back could finally be released. Like they wouldn't hinder my progress anymore, right? Feeling that loneliness, that anxiety I'd felt for all these days wasn't going to feel like it was going to impact my my progress of growth or of of being happy or surviving because this is in the past now. I have a, a life now with social interactions, with not feeling loneliness, with more physical space in my living environment. And so I could finally feel those emotions and it was so happy to kind of get that weight off my shoulders. But then I started thinking about all these other people who are still need to survive that every day maybe they need to just survive and make it to the next day. And it sucks in my mind because that means they can't, or at least I, I haven't really fully processed what the options or ideas or this whole reflection but surviving kind of gets in the way of self-reflection because if you acknowledge a lot of these feelings of your condition i think you can become very depressed you can become very sad you can become very angry because a lot of these conditions that are put upon you are out of your control and i'm not talking about like someone said something mean to you like that can impact you and it does impact you but you still have the opportunity to bounce back from that, right? And that's different if it's a continuous bullying. Like, that's a great example. If you're a middle schooler or a young high schooler who every day when you go to school, you're being bullied, that's out of your control. You're just going to school and people are going out of their way to bully you. And so you don't want to reflect or analyze the emotions that's causing because you're just trying to survive. And if the more you think about the bullying and what they are doing to your mental psyche, the harder each day is going to be because you're just creating more buildup in your mind, right? So you got to shove those emotions down so you can try to be strong mentally and, and survive. And I don't know if that's right because I feel like, I mean, I feel like probably the answer is, is a therapist that you got to go to a therapist. And when these really tough, elongated periods of time arise in your life, 
you need that professional help because alone, I believe you would just spiral. Or at least for my case, I know if I had just acknowledged those feelings of loneliness, I would have spiraled. So there's still a lot here that I want to reflect about when you're trying to survive moments. How does that impede your self-reflection? How does that get in the way of acknowledging your emotions or your, your identity crisis or whatever you may be going through? Because it's such a struggle that it will get in the way of your daily living of you having to work or take care of responsibilities because it's such an intense emotional struggle inside of you that it impacts your your day-to-day life and we all have responsibilities that if we don't take care of we're not going to survive but anyways i i want to kind of wrap up the perno with saying i'm fortunate that this stage in my life is over i'm super super excited to see all my friends my girlfriend my dog have a new chapter in my life But I also wanted to kind of mention that since I am moving tomorrow, I'm going to be on the road. I'm going to be, you know, unpacking, settling in. So for the next couple of days, let's say two, three days, maybe four, there's not going to be a purdle. And that that really sucks. I really battled with that idea because it's a daily podcast journal. It's a goal that I set for myself that every day I want to put something out there. But just with all the stress that's going on with just in the moving Uh, settling into a new life, getting to see people and reconnect with people. I think it's the smart, healthy move to give the perno a break for now, for these next three, four days till I'm really kind of settled in and then jump back on it. I promise it's not going to stop. It's going to be a continuous ride still from here on out. I do apologize. I do feel guilty because I want to continue the streak as long as I could, but I'm still going to do a year worth of these pernos. So thanks so much again to anybody who downloads and listens and supports me with their time i will be back so thank you and now let's move on to questions of the day which are have you caught yourself in long periods of time where you're feeling down or there's something that's really bugging you so just to survive your day-to-day life you ignore those emotions and problems is there any coping mechanisms you can think about any strategies you can think about to acknowledge those emotions without having too much impact on your day-to-day life Uh, help me out a little bit because i'm still grappling with this idea myself if you have any questions thoughts ideas please email me at questionsforthebrain at gmail.com or find my facebook page at brain vomit podcast or on twitter i'm at brain vomit too like always have a wonderful day and peace